When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. You are making the world a better place by listening to the Joy of Living podcast. This is your guide to achieving a more purposeful, powerful, and positive life. Join Barry Shore in unlocking the best version of you and becoming happier, healthier, and wealthier. And now, here's your ambassador of joy, Barry. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. That's a definition of a good-looking person, looking for and finding the good. And we have good in abundance, overflowing today. One of the most remarkable, interesting, positive, purposeful, pleasant people in the world, on the planet, is joining us today so that you can touch transformation. You will be able to touch heaven with our remarkable, wonderful guest, Rachel. And she'll be here in just a few minutes. In the meantime, I want to do what I need to, which is to welcome everybody. All Right now, you you are being joined by over 348,613 people around the world. And by the time we bring on Rachel, we'll be over 355,000 people. And the reason you tuned in is a great one. It's the only reason you tuned in. You tuned in consciously and conscientiously because you care the most in the entire world about you, Y-O-U. And that's great, by the way, because when you become the best you possible, you make the world a better place. You build more bridges of harmony. You create more joy, happiness, peace, and love in the world. And that is a wonderful thing to do. You also know that on this show, we discuss the three fundamentals of life. And when you adhere to these three fundamentals, you will become... Happier, healthier, and wealthier. Who doesn't want that? Happier, healthier, and wealthier. And what are the three fundamentals? The three fundamentals are, number one, life. Your life has purpose. And when you lead a purpose-driven life, you can have number two. Now, in this case, number two is a good thing. It's go mad. Mad stands for make a difference. You lead a purpose-driven life, you make a difference in the world. And number three is the ability to unlock the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. Simple, everyday words and terms, simplest example. Right now, this uh, show is being carried over this magical, mystical, mythical platform called the internet. If you ask anybody, what does WW stand for? Invariably, it'll tell you it has to do with the internet. And factually speaking, they're correct. But in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, WWW stands for, drum roll, fanfare, da 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 what a wonderful world. And what a, is a word, right? W-H-A-T-A. What a wonderful world. And when you hear that, those words, even 
think of that song by Louis Armstrong, Satchmo, and you hear the opening bars of What a Wonderful World. What do you do right away? You can't help it. You smile, right? Because that song has gone viral and touched not just tens of millions or hundreds of millions, but billions of people around the planet. And you're smiling just thinking about it. Now, smile is one of the most interesting words you could ever internalize, utilize, and leverage in your life because smile is an acronym that stands for seeing miracles in life every day, seeing miracles in life every day. Now, invariably, I'm speaking to people and they say, hey, Barry Shore, Barry Shore, I've been up for hours where I haven't seen any miracles. And I ask people, are you here? Can you hear? Can you stand still? I can't. Can you walk? I can barely do that. You have water, drink, food to eat, place to sleep, family, friends. Every single one of those is a miracle. And what's the proof? Simplest proof. If you're watching this or hearing this right now, be aware. A million people didn't get out of bed this morning. You know why? They died. By definition, if you're listening to this, you didn't. Therefore, you have an obligation to live life exuberantly. Now, when I speak to people, and just before COVID, and by the way, COVID's gone. Forget about this. Masquerade is over. So I'll be speaking again to real people in public and, you know, human beings interacting. But before COVID, I spoke to a group of 5,200 people. And I'm telling the story about smile and seeing miracles in life every day. And people are, are challenging me. And then I told them about this people dying. I said, okay, I get that. And I said, imagine the following. Standing up in the morning, hale and hearty, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound, and that night be in the hospital totally, completely paralyzed, not from an automobile accident, not a spinal injury, a rare disease took over my body, which I never heard of the day before, 144 days in the hospital. I was two years in a hospital bed in my own home. I couldn't turn over by myself. Four years in a wheelchair. I had braces on both my legs, from my hips to my ankles. That was progress. Thank God today I'm able to be vertical and ambulatory with the help of a seven-foot walking wand made for me by a Zen master. But I, So I'm a tripod, not a biped. I can't walk up a stair by myself. I can't walk up a curb by myself. And I've helped 12 hours a day, seven days a week. But you hear my voice. Positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. It's all because of that one word. Smile, seeing miracles in life every day. But I got to tell you a quick story. My uh, my niece, my eight-year-old niece, comes over to me a few weeks ago. She says, Uncle Barry, Uncle Barry, can we spell smile, S-M-I-E-L? And I thought about it. Smile, smile, sounds the same. Why not? I asked her, how come? She says, because then it would stand for, it would stand for seeing miracles in everyday life <laughs> out of the mouth of babes what was she doing though she was creating the kind of world that she wants to live in now create is a wonderful word stands for causing rethinking enabling all to excel that's what you do when you create now you you have the power to choose your thoughts. Matter of fact the six most important words you will ever internalize utilize and leverage in your life are choice not chance determines your destiny. Choice, not chance, determines your destiny. You choose your thoughts, and then everything will come as you have chosen. Now, before we bring on Amazing Rachel, I want to to warn her in advance and the audience, and thank God we have 325, 330,000 people every week, but we have tens of thousands of new people coming. So for the new people, I want to warn you in advance, I do use a lot of four-letter words. I even use the four-letter F-U word. I do it because it's fun and the shock value. Now, the four-letter words that we use, of course, because we live in the world of positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant are love, life, hope, grow, 
free gift swim pray play <laughs> they're all four letter words and the four letter f u word is fun fun yes f u capital n capital n now people are raising his hand hey barry shore barry shore fun is only spelled with three letters not in our world we're the positive purpose of powerful and pleasant fun is spelled f u capital n capital n so after the show when you see your family and your friends you have a twinkle in your eye and a smile on your face remember that stands for point your fingers at f u everybody Remember to add right away, capital N, capital N, and say, what are you talking about? Where'd you get that? He said, I listened to the joy of living with Barry Shore. He wants to teach the world to F you, capital N, capital N. It's a good way to start the conversation. Then you can weave in everything you heard here about Rachel and all the stuff that she's going to share with us. It's transformational. Now, just before we bring on wonderful Rachel, amazing Rachel, she's so amazing. She puts a zing in amazing. I'm going to ask everybody to use the two most powerful words in the English language three times a day from now for the rest of your life. That's it, for the rest of your life. And these two words are, the two most powerful words in the English language are, drum roll, fanfare, da -dun, da -da. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank stands for to harmonize and network kindness. To harmonize and network kindness. The Dalai Lama is quoted as saying, I read in his writings, be kind whenever possible. And he said, it's always possible. <laughs> so imagine going back in the coffee shop, no more mask and all that stuff. And you sit, you order your fancy latte, you sit down, somebody brings it to you. Say thank you. You go to the coffee shop, you order a fancy latte, and you wait a couple of minutes, nobody brings it. You go to the counter and say, Oh, I'm sorry, we forgot, we're busy, we'll bring it to you. You sit down, a couple more minutes go by, and now you say, Thank you. Still. You're walking out of the coffee shop. It's raining out. Somebody who holds the door open for you. You say, thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop. And it's raining out. Somebody slams the door on you. You say, thank you. You're late for an appointment and you're in traffic. Somebody cut you off and you say, thank you. You get up in the middle of the night and you stub your toe and it hurts. You say, thank you. To harmonize and network kindness. Kind is a wonderful word that stands for keep inspiring noble deeds. I cannot think of anybody, anybody that I would like to share with you who inspires noble deeds more than the amazing, the wonderful, the fabulous Rachel back. Rachel, please say hello to 357,822 people around the world. Shalom, mashlomach. And in Hebrew, <laughs> is hello, how are you? And todarabat, thank you for that beautiful introduction. I'm deeply humbled by it. Thank you very much. And I love your story about manners. Thank you. <laughs> that goes a long way. I um, try to teach, you know, the younger generation about manners and our family is very big. You know, Mishpacha is very big about respect. And I, when my one of my nephews was like 10, we were at a place and he opened the door for women to walk through. And he was young at the time, probably 10 or 9. And the women did not say thank you to him. And I turned to him and I said to him, you're such a gentleman. Thank you so much for opening the door. And then the women realized what they had done. And then they turned around and they said, oh, thank you. So it's all about us teaching the way. Business. We need to bring back etiquette to the business world. It is so crucial. 
And let's talk about business because Rachel has many pieces, aspects to her very radiant being. And we're going to begin with, she's a social media queen and she does it for benefit of all. And because of that, she has a thriving business. And I want to make mention everybody, people know how to spell business, B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S. What most people don't realize though, in business, the U comes before the I. So when you do put the U before the I and you recognize that business is about service, then you can help build what Rachel's done. Rachel, just give some statistics. How many people do you let's say, attract, follow, work with you, or you work with them. We're talking in the hundreds of thousands, right? Listen, I'm very grateful for it. I have over a quarter million followers. Um, and you and I were discussing, you know, I'm trying very hard to humanize social media. And that that number represents a real human being with a heart and soul. So when I started my show three years ago, when the pandemic started, I started uh, producing the show to introduce that number, let's say 200,000 is Barry and that he's a real person with a heart and soul. So I'm working very hard to humanize social media and because there's such a disconnect going on and I've seen it for years and that it's about giving back. And this is what you and I talk about. We, we you know, we raise with it, Sadaka, charity, um, Tikkun alum. You and I have discussed it. So, are you? I always ask people: Are you providing any value to your network? What are you giving them, or are you only taking away from them? Then, in my eyes, you shouldn't have a network. So this is wondrously important, and we have, thank God people listening from all over the world, very large contingent in China and in India and throughout Asia, Africa, Europe, of course, the United States, Latin America, people all over the world and mostly under the age of 35. And it's so heartening for me. I'm very touched and humbled and honored that this is happening. I also want to, I just noticed, I wrote it down, when you mentioned you're humanizing social media, humanizing also the you comes before the I in humanizing. So it's really important, but the what I share with people is that the joy of living, which is what the title of this show is, is all can be summed up in one word. And you said it, giving, because giving is that muscle that when you activate it and you utilize it regularly, causes ripples of goodness in the world. You cannot stop good vibes from happening. By the way, same with the other kind of vibes. But when you put out there good vibes, like we said in the beginning, good looking people means you're always looking for and finding the good. So we become, Rachel is a cog, a channel of goodness, a child of God. We'll talk about child of God in just a little bit. But she's a channel of goodness. So would you please give us some illustrations of what you do on social media that makes you so attractive that hundreds of thousands of people follow you and are energized by what it is that you do and how you make a business out of it. I'm deeply conscious that every word I write and deeply conscious that everything that I say, because like you, I will only spread positivity, kindness, 
social media is a huge responsibility, which is what some people do not understand, and they don't know the behind the, the behind the scenes of what really goes on. I work very hard to be there for people while they're struggling. I've been doing that for years. People right now are holding on by a thread. That's what's going on. That's the reality of it. You know, and you and I are trying to pull people back from the ledge. You know, I'm not, I'm just going to say this. <laughs> I'm not in the mental health field. I'm not a doctor. That's my disclosure. But what we're trying to do through our hearts is to pull people back. We're trying to make them feel safe. That is something else that I'm huge on is creating this space on social media for people to feel safe. I'm working with people on cyberbullying, which is a huge problem, and I have zero tolerance for bullying. I'm working on people being able to express themselves, be vulnerable, and have that space, that safe space to do that. I use my voice for mental health because I have PTSD. And so, like you, you know, we're trying to end this stigma around mental health. I'm not quiet about it. I'm not shy about it. I don't have any shame that I have PTSD. I don't wish that anybody went through what I've gone through to have that diagnosis. Um, I'm using my voice to end racism. I'm using my voice to end anti-Semitism. I'm deeply passionate about those subjects. And I'm using my voice for the infertility community. Let me share with people, and I'd like you to speak about it more. It's so, how should we say it? It's not just important. The past two years, because of the of the pandemic and such, has actually been a benefit, in quotation marks, to this process called mental health and the ability to stop the stigma. Um, because so many people have been touched by what difficulties in their own life, people who were in quotation marks, mentally healthy, are now recognizing how vulnerable they can be and how easily things can change. So people are becoming more empathetic. And what Rachel is doing is allowing platforms to enable people to open up and therefore address the issue because like you said, not only you're not ashamed, once you address something, you can begin to heal from it. And the word health has its, its root, heal, right? <laughs> Let's be blunt. And when you have mental health, mental health in my humble opinion is even more ravaging to the being than physical difficulties. I mean, I had physical difficulties as well as mental and emotional because of my situation, but being paralyzed is not an easy thing. Let's be blunt. That's a physical situation. But the mental paralysis for people is far more uh, threatening and dangerous. So would you be kind enough, please, because people want to know about this. They also want to know, how do you monetize this so that you can keep going and doing this? In other words... You're there, you have hundreds of thousands of followers, on more than a quarter of a million. How do you monetize so that you can continue to be the voice? Well, I love what, I love what you just said. It just it really struck my heart. First of all, you talked about empathy. 
Right. I, I ask people to be empathetic human beings every single day, to be kind and empathetic because people truly don't know what's going on, you know, behind the scenes. You have to build your network, right? You're talking about monetizing. You have to take the time. Here's the thing, Barry. A lot of people, I'll be honest with you, they don't want to do the work that is required, okay? That is the, that is the truth. So, like, I work 16-hour days. People are going to say that's not healthy, that's not healthy. But I also have a huge balance, and I know how to do it. So that's a big thing. Are you willing to do what is necessary to be successful in life? People need to ask that question. People say to me all the time, I'm only going to put 10 minutes into being successful today. <laughs> and that's a common, it's a common thing I get in, you know, direct messages. So are you putting the work out there that is necessary? I've had four incredible role models. Uh, my mother, my father, and my aunt and uncle who were very successful. They did the work and I watched them do the work. And now that, you know, they're successful and now they're, you know, they've been giving back to this world their entire lives. So are you willing to do the work for the people that are out there and listening? Are you willing to do what it is necessary to become successful in life? There's a lot of people, they want it, they want it, they want it, but they don't want to do the work that is necessary. And I think when it comes down to business and you and I are friends with people who are very, very successful. We know that they did the work to get to where they are. This is so important. And it's, it's much better coming from Rachel than from myself or any number of, you can take a, let's say the, the Tony Robbins of the world. Well, yes, he's on the top of where his, of his successful career but he'll tell you right away, it's 35 years in the making. <laughs> and it doesn't stop. The good news is it doesn't stop because is and you are, in quotation marks, successful. You are doing it now because you have a machine that is, a, remember, it's a giving machine, not a receiving or taking machine. It's a giving machine. The more you give, the more that you can literally share yourself. Now share, as I mentioned to wonderful Rachel, I want to share her with the world, not just interview her. Share stands for spreading happiness and rejuvenating energy. That's who she is. She is a rejuvenating energy machine. Thanks. Share her because it's wonderful. I also, her part of her whole being is that she brings hope to people. Now hope is a great acronym, Rachel. It stands for helping others progress every day. Helping others progress every day. When your mindset is, what can I do to help? What can I do to help? Now you're in the process of building something as opposed to say, gee, I wonder how much I can earn today. What can I do? <laughs> it's a different mindset. Rachel is a the epitome of giving. We, we do have, thank God, many mutual friends who are yes. givers, right? I mean, that's what they do in the world. That's why we got, we're connected because we're givers. And yes. I say it, I emphasize it many times because uh, people tune into the show every week. And they do it because this is what we're talking about. People want to be happier, healthier, and wealthier. Great. And the emphasis on be a giver. We call it big. Believe in giving. You want to be big? Believe in giving. So let's go uh, another step. So you said, do the work. Tell us one or two other essential 
elements of building a very successful social media business. It's about the relationships, right? It's about building those relationships. I've done that for years. These are deep, deep, you know, these, these are not just, these are real, real friendships, friendships that have been around for years. That's what people miss, right? They, they somehow like have a disconnect from them and their network and they don't have that. They've not taken the time to build a real relationship to truly, just like you and I did, right? One of our, one of my really good friends introduced me to you and we built the friendship. That's exactly how it happened. Getting to know each other, taking the time. That's what people are missing. So they don't take the time to truly get to get to know somebody. Now I go, hey, Barry, good morning. How are you today? <laughs> How are you doing? How, how's the Mishpacha? How's the family? <laughs> so we've built we've built the friendships, we've built the relationships, and that's what people are missing. They don't, they don't, they disconnect from their network, right? They they don't realize that those are real human beings that are reaching out to you for a reason. And that's what they're missing. So this is interesting. Um, as you know, and we're going to talk inside baseball stuff, it, everybody knows that Scottish men wear something called a kilt, right? Well, we'll leave out the I for the moment, the KLT. It's a process, not an event. It stands for get to know somebody, get to like somebody, get to trust somebody. And you literally can't leapfrog. You can't trust someone who you just met on social media 38 seconds ago. You right. may have been talking, but it's a process, not an event. You get to know somebody, interact, do exchange, like them. Well, maybe not. If you don't, that's fine. The, you know, the big world. But if you, to get to know and like somebody, you can get to trust them. I mean, I'm being telling you very humbled and honored that Rachel trusts me enough to come on the show and says, I want to share with you, Barry Shore. Look at her <laughs> smile. Look at that smile. That is radiant. She's lighting up the world. <laughs> and that's a good part of it. I'm so glad you talked about that. Because I had the trust of my friend who was like, you need to meet Barry. You two have so much in common and you're spreading the same vibe across this world. And that's what people are missing, Barry. First of all, let's be honest, right? We were all, we've all been locked in for three years, right? And so, like, I knew it the first day it locked on that everybody was going to be coming into social media, right? And they'll say, Rage, how do I run my business now? How do I do this? I have a small business. How do I promote myself? How do I build a campaign? So here's another thing. Leaders don't abandon people when times are hard. That's the reality, right? If you're going to be a leader, you better earn that title. That's how I feel about it. So it is extremely important. Did you earn that title of leader? So it's important that, you know, not to abandon people when it's hard. And my network has been struggling and dealing with a lot of deep personal things, and I'm not going to abandon them. I'm just not going to do it right now. People, you're listening. By the way, you don't have to write anything down. You should just, because it's all recorded, just go to my site, www.whatawonderfulworld.barryshore.com. Everything you want, all kinds of links to Rachel will be there. You can communicate with her. You can find her, follow her, because you should. I mean, it's just so wonderful. Just go to barryshore.com. Everything about Rachel will be there. So, but lean in and feel the power that she's 
giving over to us. See, the inf having information, you can get a lot of information in a lot of places, but to have transformational information is rare. And that's the reason that I'm so honored and happy that Rachel is here so we can share her. Remember, spreading happiness and rejuvenating energy. That's what she does. She is a rejuvenating energy person and she has, and the Jew part is very important for her. We'll talk about that uh, when we come back after the break because it's an essential part of her very being. She is, um, <laughs> her story, as it were, is very interesting from the point of view of really? That okay, that's fine. And then that's why she understands truly in her very being about diversity. Diversity for her is not just a buzzword. Sorry. It is essential to her very being. She incorporates it, she lives it, she is it. And we'll talk about that after the break. I just want to uh, go a little bit more on the social media business aspect because Rachel posts, right now you're posting mostly on LinkedIn. Is that correct? And why, That's have, right, why have you chosen LinkedIn rather than Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or anyplace else? That's where I found my tribe. That's where I found my tribe. And, you know, that tribe, as you know, as us being Jewish, how important that tribe is to us and what that word means to us. That's where I found my tribe. So LinkedIn, and for people who don't know, and I can't imagine you don't, but it's quite possible because, again, worldwide audience under 35, LinkedIn differs from Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, any number of other places in that it's not it's. It is a social environment geared towards business. Mm -hmm. It's business people, meaning it's a bit more serious in the positive sense, by the way. It doesn't mean dour. It means more serious people than just hanging out on Facebook and having 30,000 followers or 50,000. Or I have friends on Instagram who have million followers. Wonderful people. I love them. They love me. But, you know, it's not transactional and transformational. It's much more um, people magazine. Not that that's bad. Just that's what it is. LinkedIn has a, a different vibe to it. And it's the vibe where Rachel really found her tribe. Her vibe is in the tribe of LinkedIn. And yeah. she, <laughs> you like that? And I she, found made, I found my voice there, Barry. It took me a long time. Um, I found my voice. Yeah. And this is so important. I think that we'll use this as number three and then we'll jump to a, a, a sponsor because they love us and we love them. Uh, <laughs> Finding your voice is very important. I'm talking to hundreds of thousands of people around the world right now. She just said, find your voice. By the way, if it's Instagram, fine. It doesn't have to be LinkedIn. But if you want to do business, LinkedIn is probably the best place for you. Find your voice there. But find your voice wherever it is. And don't go away. Keep your seatbelt on. Edge of your seat because there's more of this amazing, wonderful, vibrant being coming back right after this brief message. We'll see you in just a bit. Imagine the kind of place you would want to shop for your favorite fur baby pet. Honestpets.co. Well, you found it. Honestpets.co, not .com, .co. This is your go-to spot for the best, the cleanest, 
pet treats that exist anywhere on the planet. All of the brands go through a rigorous review to make sure they meet the high standards of cleanliness, health benefits, and naturalness. This site was started by a husband and wife team, and it's veteran-owned, and that care about pets, especially dogs and cats, and coming soon, bird treats. These are very nice young people who really care about making a difference because a portion of proceeds go to support veteran organizations with a focus on service dogs. This is the place where you want to go. You want to tell your friends this has the finest, yummiest, freshest, all-natural treats and stuff for your fur baby. So go there, honestpets.co honestpets.co. Do it now. Hello, everybody. As you may know, I'm 72 and recovering from being a quadriplegic at age 55. Oh, my. Now, to stay active, I swim two miles per day, six times per week. So you can imagine I know a thing or two about aches and pains. And until recently, I thought my aches and pains were a fact of life I had to deal with every day just part of the process of getting older and staying active. And then I tried 100% drug-free relief factor. Now, I've been taking their convenient packs three times a day, and i got to tell you, everybody, I am feeling noticeably better. Relief factor is giving me more oomph and less oh. The secret is its four key ingredients. Each one supports a different metabolic pathway that your body uses to respond to the inflammation that is the cause of many hip, back, shoulder, and knee pains. If you have everyday aches and pains too, remember, Relief Factor is 100% drug-free and designed to be taken every day so you can get out and stay out of pain. Now, to make it as easy as possible for you to try Relief Factor, they created the three-week quick start discounted program for $19.95. That's it, $19.95. So do what I did. Go to relieffactor.com slash joy and order a three-week quick start for yourself. You'll be glad you did. Again, claim your three-week Quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com slash joy. You'll thank me. You'll be glad you did. Best wishes. Bye now. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved immortal beings and good-looking people. Remember, good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. We have good in abundance. Our cup runneth over with good two-legged being. Her name is Rachel, and she is mesmerizing us because she is talking about social media business. She found her voice. You can find your voice. Quarter of a million plus people follow her, know her, like her, and trust her because she's done the work. She's made her place in a world that values common sense, hard work, and honesty. That's who she is. Let's talk a little bit about her, the being, because (laughs) if there is a person who embodies diversity, struggle, and emergence as a beautiful, bountiful being in the world, it's Rachel Beck. I'm going to just say a little bit, and then we'll talk more about her. Okay, Rachel, tell everybody. So if you're watching, you can see Barry, you can see Rachel. And if you're just listening, you can hear Barry and you can hear Rachel. Uh, 
Rachel has a remarkable, how should we say it, journey. Now, by the way, the word joy stands for journey of you. Rachel lives in joy. She has journey of you. She is. Uh, her journey began in India, subcontinent, and she was born in India. Unfortunately, her mother passed away two days after she was born. She was put into a, um, a, an orphanage. And fortunately, there was a couple from the United States of America and the East Coast, a Jewish couple, uh, Caucasian, who were looking to adopt a child from India. And the star of India was there waiting for her, waiting for them. By the way, I have to tell you, okay. Just I just know the story. Yeah. What's, what's the Yiddish word, Bershat? Am I saying it wrong, uh, right? Yes, but I also got to tell you, uh, my part of my background is that I taught the Diamond Program at a place called the Gemological Institute of America, the most famous school in the world. I, I was a diamond dealer, and they, thank God, did very well for many years. And, and there's a very famous stone called the Star of India. That's you. We'll oh. talk about it. We'll talk. Anyway, so imagine this. Imagine that this young, beautiful being is now in brought to this loving couple from America and whisked tens of thousands of, no, not tens, yeah, almost tens of thousands of miles and put down into, I believe you told me it was in the tri-state area. Jersey. Yeah, Jersey. Right? <laughs> in Jersey. Yeah, I love Jersey. She's yeah. a Jersey girl. <laughs> I am a Jersey girl. I was there till I was uh till you know about four or five, and then I grew up outside Philadelphia. I'm an East Coast girl, but I also have lived in Florida for 13 years. Then I was in the Midwest for 15 years, and I just returned back to Florida a year ago. So I split my time between the Midwest. So I'm a combination of East Coast girl, Southern girl, and Midwest girl, all wrapped right. in one. So, but she's, you know, she is the essence of America. And she's been through stuff in her own life, physiologically, emotionally, biologically. And she's emerged, as she wrote so beautifully in, in a memoir that she's put out. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful, moving book, The Rebirth of Her. So I'd like you to speak, if you would, please, deeply, if you can, on this uh, wonderful, Rachel. We're talking about being open and exposed. Talk about issues from a, a feminine perspective what you've gone through, where you are, and, and the hope that you bring for other women and for men who need to be more empathetic to this because we don't go through these same things. We have our own struggles, but not this. This is really fascinating. And that's why when it comes to the word diversity, you, you embrace it because you understand it. So let, let's unpack it and please speak. It's not yet. It's definitely not easy being an Indian Jewish woman. But I'm going to say this. I'm going to say it loud. I'm proud. I'm proud to be Indian. I'm proud to be Jewish. And I'm proud to be American. I have battled many things like you concerning health. I battled endometriosis for 20 years of my life. Four years ago, I had to undergo a hysterectomy 
due to medical reasons. Um, I also donated one of my ovaries to science to help find a cure because they asked me and I said, absolutely, if it helps one woman out there struggling, I'm, I'm going to give my ovary to science. And, and I felt very at peace at making that decision because I it was a struggle for me. I battled infertility. I've lost two children through miscarriages, which I don't wish that upon anybody at all because there's nothing worse than losing a child. It's And so I work, I'm working with people, um, actually rabbis, trying to figure out because there's no shiva, right? And for people to understand that's happening. There's no mourning period. There's no mourning period for a miscarriage. And there are rabbis I know personally who are working on this because they're realizing in their congregation, there's, it's just becoming where people are coming to them and saying, what do I do, Rabbi? There's no shiva. Um, and I can explain tips on things, knowledge that has been passed on to me. My family planted a tree in the backyard. I also did a ceremony down by the Intercoastal with uh, family members where I released, um, you know, flowers. Into, and I actually posted that on LinkedIn and shared it and said, for all the people going through miscarriages, for all the people who have lost children, I'm sharing this ceremony because it was passed down to me. I've also had uh, a failed adoption where I fell in love with a child and lost her all in 24 hours. And that was beyond devastating. And so you have to imagine coming home and you have a nursery in the house that you're not going to use. So the door was shut. I didn't go in there. I was going through... um, trauma and crisis counseling with a therapist and going through that. And then I ended up donating, you know, all the clothes to a women's shelter because they're so desperate for baby clothes. And then the furniture went to good friends. So I've dealt with a lot. I've dealt with a tremendous amount. I've also had three near death experiences in my life. I've actually had somebody who was doing a paper and she, I was part of the paper because most people only go through once, which is scary enough. I've actually gone through three of them. So I have zero tolerance for drama and gossiping, pretty common with people who have near death experiences. We live our life. We're grateful every day. We, we are fortunate to be here. I know that my journey is not over. Otherwise I would be dead. I would have died for, there were all very serious situations and I would have died my journey would have been over. So knowing that I'm going to take this world forward because I was given another chance. Well, let's um, dive even deeper because what Rachel has just shared is moving. It's real. And it's real actually for Many, many women, not every piece, not everybody should go through this, but almost many, many women experience one or two of these. In my marriage, 45 years, we've had two miscarriages. I'm sorry, Mary. I'm sorry. It's it's very, it is tough. It's very tough. And there's no ceremony, right? So that's one of the things I would like to figure out, I would like to figure out how we can create this. You know, I would love for you and I to work on this because we need to do it. 
right? They're, they're, like I said, there were rabbis who were working on this. We need to do, we need to create some kind of ceremony. You know, the biggest thing that people don't understand is miscarriages affect an entire family. It's not right. just the wife, it's the husband, it's the aunt. And there's nothing worse than when you have to call your parents and say, I'm really sorry you lost your grandchild today. Right. You know, you're calling Bubby and Zadie and saying you lost your grandchild today, or calling the uncles and saying you lost a niece today. So that is something that I'm we need to figure out a way to help that community and to be you're talking about social media, being conscious, right? So every Mother's Day and Father's Day, I write these very deep posts. And I do this message for the infertility community because Mother's Day and Father's Day can become a trigger for a lot of people who have lost children, lost parents. So I do the opposite. I get up the day, the Friday before and say, please remember the infertility community. Please remember the parents who are grieving right now because i know what it's like like there are people who you don't you only see me on social media one hour that day i don't go on mother's day and father's day. i can't look at all the posts and everything not that i don't celebrate my parents i do i do brunch with them you know i celebrate my ima and abba but it is a huge trigger day for people who have lost children right and, and as you said infertility we didn't have a child for 11 years of marriage, but thank God had, have one. Uh, let's talk about something that is sideways to all of this, because you are uh, quite unique, born in the subcontinent, raised in a not just a Caucasian household, but a Caucasian Jewish household, traditional Jewish Caucasian household, and you are a darker skin tone than your parents. But as you said so beautifully, you're proud to be Jewish. You're proud to be Indian. You're proud to be American. Right now, there is a resurgence of real anti-Semitism in America and throughout the world, specifically against Jews, even though it's masquerading as against Israel. Israel is this, Israel is that. Uh, so it's, it masquerades as that, but it's really against Jews. There are people that go into synagogues with the intent to hurt, to kill. We just, a couple of what, less than two months ago, in, outside in Fort Worth, Texas, rabbi and congregants were held hostage for 12 hours before, thank God, they were able to escape and the perpetrator was killed. But there are many people with real bad intentions against Jews. So speak to us for this worldwide audience, which 98% are probably not Jewish. You know, mm-hmm. What does it mean to feel the presence of anti-Semitism? It is still going on. Which people are, people ask me all the time when I share a story on social media about anti-Semitism. They say, "Oh, this is still going on." I said, "Yes, it's still going on." I have to. I used to. I'll be honest with you, Barry. I used to wear my Jewish star a lot. Now I only wear it where I feel safe. Why is that reason? 
because people come up to me and they call me, I'm not going to say it here, but they call me a bad word because of the color of my skin. And then they call me the bad word for being Jewish. And so the last time I had that experience, now I only wear my Jewish star when I'm inside a synagogue. And I feel safe. And you know, I do a lot of speaking inside synagogues. Um, I've only turned down a speaking opportunity once. And let me tell you why. It was a good friend of mine. And he wanted to do a peace love event, but it was public at a park. And I said to him, I can't do this. I'm not going to get on stage as an Indian Jewish woman and stand there. Why? Because of what's going on in the world. So when I speak, it's usually in a closed and safe environment. And there'll be, you know, some kind of security to guarantee my safety. So that's that's the reality of it. Um we are here as Jews to educate other people. We will do that. You and I are doing that. I use my voice to end the stereotypes around Judaism. I have honest discussions. I've been speaking for 15 years. And so at the end of talks, people will say to me, Rachel, can I ask you a question about Judaism? I said, absolutely. This is <laughs> Wait a minute. I just want to emphasize, for those people who are not watching I'm sorry for you because you, this this face just transformed. It went boo! It's uh, it's a ten thousand watts. It was just opened up. She said, "Yeah, of course, I want to talk about Judaism." You know, I don't always know the answer because obviously, you know, I did go to Jewish private school, but I don't know all the answers. I always email them and get back to them. But I will say this: I don't. I feel like I deserve to wear my Jewish star every day. I feel that way. We know how many Jews have suffered for us to have that right to wear it, to wear it. Right. So due to the experiences that I've had and the names that I've been called and um, the, the danger that it's put me in when I wear it, I need to do it by choice to feel safe. And like a lot of people said, you got to pick and choose. You know, we wear, they're already targeting you because of the color of your skin. And then you're adding that you're wearing a Jewish star. We will do this. We, we will stand up and say enough's enough. Enough is enough. It needs to stop. I'm sure you, I'm an empath. So every time I see something horrible that happens, I have a deep reaction to it. We are a powerful people. We are a giving people. We are an educated people. We are trying to spread tikkun olam. We're trying to spread sadaka. We're trying to spread love and kindness. Why I do the discussions that I do, which started 15 years ago, was actually a professor who invited me into a classroom. And she said, Rachel, you're the most diverse person I've ever met. I would love for you to talk to my class about diversity and what it truly means. Cause none of that, and a lot of people, um, and I've done this in the Midwest at a university is said, you're the first Jewish person I've ever met. And so I answered all their questions and they walked out, you know, feeling better, having an understanding. And the only way to take this country forward is having these hard discussions. I have dealt with some of the worst racist experiences during this pandemic. I just had one, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I just had one two night, two about three, four nights ago. So I've been dealing with this for 
years and years. You know, I, I mean, the stories I could tell you what people do to me because of the color of my skin, it would horrify you. And I'm not going to be silent anymore. I am done apologizing for the color of my skin. I'm done apologizing for my religion. It is time for people to be comfortable with us. For years, I would make other people feel comfortable. I'm done doing it. Whoa. I'm very passionate. I'm very passionate about this. I I have altered myself to make people feel comfortable and I just won't do it any So I want to emphasize again, as Rachel said, she is proud to be an American, proud mm-hmm. to be an Indian, proud to be a Jewish woman. That is a combination that can not only light up the world, but can really bring tikkun olam, a, a healing to the world. Because we're talking here about health. By the way, health stands for helping everyone achieve life through happiness and as i said the 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 title for our podcast today is touching heaven with rachel i mean i everybody is you're gonna love you're gonna want to listen again you must share this with at least five people again go to the website www.whatawonderfulworld.barryshaw.com and rachel's stuff is going to be there it's mm-hmm. all there for you her memoir her what she's doing you can follow her on linkedin i mean that she found her voice she found her tribe and the key again is to do the work to make a difference she's a mad woman Mad stance will make a difference. She's a mad woman. <laughs> okay. Let's have I think of that word now. I'm gonna have a just smile. <laughs> yeah, this is so great. So we're gonna do um it's hard to believe, but our time is coming to a close, if you can believe that. Uh three quick questions for you, wonderful Rachel. Ready? Mm-hmm. Question number one. Will you come back again? It would be my honor and privilege. I think you and I can unpack a lot of things and get into some very necessary conversations to take this world forward. Thank you. Number two, you have 80 seconds to answer this question. Rachel, Yes. what is your most fervent desire? I have a goal, Barry, that I'm trying to reach that only four people in this world know. And it has to do with the orphanage. So you were talking about the founder of the orphanage took me in. Um, and I go to the orphanage and I stay there. I go every couple of years. I have a goal that I'm trying to reach. And until I reach that goal, I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing. And I'll share it with you privately. I'm happy to share my goal with you privately. So the answer is she does have a fervent desire. And I will stand witness at the moment that she will achieve it. Thank you. And thank you for believing in me. It's, you're wondrous and I love you. Thank you. Uh, and the third question, the third question is, may I give you a hug in front of 300 now, 368,000 people around the world? Yes. And okay. I receive your hug and I'm sending you a hug back. Wow. This is hug squared. So let's <laughs> tell everybody what a hug stands for. Hug stands for heartfelt, unlimited giving. Heartfelt, unlimited giving. Okay. On the count of three. One. Two, three. (laughs) 
Thank you. Thank you. We need, you know, everybody needs, everybody needs hugs, right? We all, we all need that extra that was a worldwide hug. So Thank again, you. you're you tuned in consciously and conscientiously to the joy of living with your humble host, Barry Shore. And as much as you enjoyed the show, it's not about me. It's actually not even about Rachel, even though she's wondrous and amazing. It's really about you. Y-O-U. You becoming the best you possible, because when you're the best you possible, you know what you do? You build bridges of harmony. You create more joy, happiness, peace, and love in the world. You follow the three fundamentals of life. You'll be happier healthier and wealthy. And the three fundamentals, of course, are life. Your life is purpose. You lead a purpose-driven life. Number two happens. Good number two. You go mad. You become, you make a difference in life. And number three is to unlock the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms, such as WWW. What a wonderful world. Smile. Seeing miracles in life every day, or as my eight-year-old niece says, seeing miracles in everyday life. Create the kind of world you want to live in, causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. That's what Rachel excels at rethinking, transforming, making things better all the time. You learn to use four-letter words. Remember, in the positive, purposeful, powerful sense, love, life, hope, free, grow, play, pray, swim, <laughs> four-letter words, and tell the world, F you, capital N, capital N. So you say, what did you get that? I said, Barry Shaw wants to teach the world to F you, capital N, capital N. And use the two most powerful words in the English language three times a day, consciously and conscientiously for now and the rest of your life. And these two words are, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks stands for to harmonize and network kindness. Everyone, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Be kind always. Keep inspiring noble deeds as our amazing sister, wonderful, beloved being, Rachel Beck. So our blessing from Rachel and Barry is go forth, live exuberantly, spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Go mad. Go make a difference. Rachel, don't go away. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Joy of Living Podcast. Now that's another step towards your healthier, happier, and wealthier life. Never hesitate to do good in the world, no matter what the situation. Join us for another upbeat discussion next time at BarryShore.com. And be sure to leave a rating and subscribe to the show to get more conversations like this. And remember to share it with your family and friends, too. See you on the next episode. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply.